Disclaimer, we are not therapists or doctors. What we speak about is from personal experience and outside knowledge from other resources. So if you get any value or something we say resonates with you, amazing. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. We believe in empowered choices. And so take what is for you and leave what isn't. Welcome to Leave Room with your host, Leisha and Ellie. This space is your safe haven to explore and embody what it means for you to be a woman. We are a community built by women for women, aka you, baby. Join us in these episodes for humorous, intimate conversations that will inspire, educate, and leave you feeling proud to be a woman. Woo! Hi cuties, editing Ellie here once again. I was not in this episode because I got food poisoning the day before we recorded and I literally could not get out of bed. So I sat back on my computer, ran all the tech for everyone, but I know uh, Lisha and Irene had a beautiful fucking conversation about motherhood, about conscious motherhood and life, and I'm really excited for you to get to hear it. So I will... See you on the next episode. I will be present and live with you all there. Hello, hello, Leave Room. We are so excited to be live with our very first guest. Her name is Irene Vizcara, and she is the founder and medicine woman and beautiful face you see on the screen right now behind Holy Wild. I've been sharing some of her products. I have used multiple products of hers and shared them and loved them and gifted them. So you are so very blessed and lucky to get um access to some of her products if you go ahead and enter the giveaway so I just want to share a little bit of her magic she's a folk herbalist and ceremonialist and I have been there for um some of that and she is incredible her mission is to empower people to lead courageous lives through working with ritual and plant spirit medicine she's influenced by her studies in spirituality plant spirit medicine spiritual psychology folk and magical herbalism permaculture and her deep devotional love of the earth and the holy mother and we will put um in the show notes where you can get connected with her i personally am wildly excited to share her with you every time i've come in contact with this woman i am always just like delighted and feel like you hold so much magic within yourself because of your devotion and in your the year 2023 I'm very much inspired and admire women who live in devotion to what is right for you and what's right in your season. And what we've really, what I've been witnessing in your growth over the past couple of years is you become a mother. And so some of you may know um, from following my Instagram, I've started opening up the conversation that I'm ready for that season in life. It's not going to happen tomorrow as far as I'm aware. Um, but for those of you that are mothers or desire to be mothers or are supporting mothers, I know that this conversation is going to be very supportive for everyone who, um, listens to it. So welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm happy to be here and talking about all the juicy stuff. So (laughs) yes. And that's what this is all about is like, we always say nothing is too TMI for us. And nothing, I mean, obviously we always want to hold intentional, beautiful space, which I know I don't have to like preface you on because you're aware and sensitive to that. Um, Within that though, it's just so exciting to have these safe spaces and kind of what we were chatting with before or chatting about before we got here live was my kind of like excitement and desire to just dive in on your journey to motherhood. When I first met you, Um, I loved every single thing that you created (laughs) and I would love to talk about a couple different themes that have been reoccurring for you. Um, and what is like most potent on your heart that you would like to share with this community? So yeah, let's dive in. Let's do it. Let's do it. So something that I love right now, and I, I, really admire your family. I'm about to go on a family trip. My mom's side of the family is Hawaiian. And so we're very like connected. Um, I want to say like tribal, uh, my dad's side is white and we are 
not like that. <laughs> it's very different. We've like been more socialized to kind of like stay in your separate homes, not connect as much. Mm -hmm. Um, so I love that y'all travel together and we were discussing a little bit, something that I am recognizing moving in towards motherhood, um, and the desire for it is this desire to, to not do it alone. Um, so I would love for you to just share kind of like your journey. We can start like from the very beginning. Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, we, we can start right here where we are with, you know, wanting people around and, and, and not doing motherhood alone. Um, my God, it is, um, for me and I think many mothers, which I learned after it's kind of like, it's like you get pregnant, everybody's excited. Oh my God, so cute. Um, you know, and if you're lucky, which I have been very blessed, like you get treated so well and everybody's like so amazing to you. And, um, I had a beautiful, healthy pregnancy and then you have the baby and you arrive at postpartum and then it is like shocking. Um, I remember I kept saying that, like, it is shocking to me. Um, going into the 24-7 caretaking while you are recovering from like the biggest thing you've ever done with your body and your emotional body and your like psyche, like everything. Um, And then you arrive postpartum and it's just like, my God, it was not meant for you to do that alone. You and your partner, like it's um, what a difference it would make to have a whole like community um what a difference it would make to have a village where you are like whatever form of that village we're not going backwards right but whatever future like new now form of a village um where you had people you knew your neighbors or you like intentionally lived around people that you care about and they were able to pop in and help you or um you know even things like you know it it's at, at least in my culture, right? Postpartum, it's like everybody wants to come see the baby. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And that's like that it's that is a stressful thing on the mother. Um, mm-hmm. because then it's like if your house is a mess, um, if you're you're barely like getting yourself together, um, and then you have to entertain people um mm-hmm. in some way, right? That is like not, it's like it like post like at least early postpartum it's like you're welcome to come drop off some food yeah. you're welcome to uh you know send me <laughs> send me some food yeah and you're welcome to come by and say hey I'm here for an hour I'm gonna do your dishes or I'm gonna hold the baby so you can shower um you know it's the, it's really that intense um at, at least speaking for me as a mother, even though there was a partner there, it's just like this role and you wake up and you're in it and you don't know how to do it and you just have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to take really good care of your body. Um, and there's like crazy laundry. There's so much laundries with babies. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, like making food, all of it is just a lot at once. And that's on top of like your emotional processing, right? That's on top of like you not really sleeping very much. Mm. Um, the had like, had I had more support around, and I have a very supportive family, but it's different. We live an hour away or we, you know, like we don't, we're not next door. So they're not there all the time. I think the second week is when my mom came and stayed for a week. And that was like really helpful. Um, And depending on how your relationship with your mother is, that may or may not be a helpful thing, (laughs) right? Mm, Could be more (laughs) stressful. It could be like more triggering um, in some ways. But but I think that um, I really woke up in a shock to it because I felt like, you know, this happens billions of times. There are billions of us and we've all, as far as I know, have been born from a womb, right? And so how is this process not more sacred? How is it not more streamlined? How Mm -hmm. have we not figured out how to not let mothers do it alone? Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I know, you know, there are there are people who do not identify as a mother and women who give birth. I cannot speak to that experience. So I'm going to, you know, speak to yeah. motherhood. Um, and and yeah, I, I think it's just really shocking um, on your body of the lack of sleep while you're healing, right? Like your uterus has, is like this big. And so there's have this emptiness inside you um, mm. that you feel immediately after, uh, at least for I did, uh, after I gave birth, there was this like emptiness inside. Mm. Um, and then you have to give it time for everything to shrink back and like get back into its place. Like, so, so you know, there's just like physical limitations um, that you could get up and do whatever but then it creates harm to your body and it, it slows down the healing process so you want to like take it really slow sleep is one of the times when we would like regenerate ourselves yeah. right renewal and you're not getting very much of it right. <laughs> and I know that there there are it's different um I would also like to say that everything I'm speaking to about motherhood is my experience. Um, and so I think there will be women who uh, who will resonate with it. And there are women who are like, oh, that nope, that didn't happen for me. Mm -hmm. Because birth and childbirth and motherhood is as varied as there are people on the planet. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, as there are mothers on the planet. Like, um, because we all have different backgrounds, different values, different like all of that plays into your experience um, mm. of, of how you processing what's happening. And, mm. and also depending on like your, uh, you know, the way that you attach to people. So if you are like avoidant, motherhood can be a very different experience than you if you're codependent. Because, you know, I, 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 I heard, I wish I could give credit to who this person was. I don't remember, but I heard it. Um, I read it on Instagram that it was like, oh, if you're a codependent, then motherhood can be healing for you because you have mm. someone that depends on you 24 seven. Right. Which then got me thinking to like, yeah, but what if your, your style of attachment is avoidant because of certain, you know, traumas yeah. and like patterns in your life then it could be really difficult. And I feel like that's who I have been, right? Mm. I'm more of an avoidant type. And so coming into having a child that depends on me for everything 24 seven, I felt very, very trapped mm. um, inside that. It's like, and it's this crazy complex thing of like, just absolutely being in love with this being yeah. and and being willing to like give your life for this being like no questions asked while at the same time feeling extremely like oh my god this is so intense um yeah. like I need space I need to breathe I feel trapped um like my whole life has changed and and so it's such a process internally right mm. depending on on your personality also it could be like I, I see some mothers be like oh postpartum is like oh the most beautiful time um and I would say that for me postpartum was like I mean it, it's postpartum is always after you give birth right right um, but for me like the first eight months postpartum were really intense um highly emotional highly questioning myself everything um mm. I mean waking up and just being in tears and not knowing what's happening, but just needing to cry. Yeah. Um, and then making sense of it as I went right along, like as, as, as it all unfolds, like she is 21 months now. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just like, it's so different. Like it, the faces of motherhood, they just, it's constantly changing, like what you're dealing yeah. with, what you're going through. Um, but um, as we were saying, even now, I love being in a, in a, in a home full of my family, because then there are more eyes on her, on yeah. my daughter. And it's not a hundred percent on me at the end of the day. Yes. I make sure she eats. I, I make sure she's going to sleep. I'm right on top of everything, but I can like look away and have a conversation. And I know that there are okay. other adults looking out for her. You yeah. know, and she knows there are other adults there. So she's not like a hundred percent on me. Yeah. Seeking my attention. So it's like really nice. It feels like, ah. <laughs> oh, you've hit oh. on so many things. <laughs> oh, this is why we have to have these conversations. And 
There were so many yeah. beautiful threads and you very vulnerably shown up and shared and intimately allowed, you know, those of us on Instagram into this journey that I um, sense. And as you have said, doesn't get spoken about. And I love how you have so many different perspectives. Um, I very much resonate with you. The thought, like <laughs> before we hopped on, one of my like reoccurring nightmares recently has been me in a birthing center pushing the baby back in. Wow. Because um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And it's been not so reoccurring that it haunts me and I'm like worried about it. It is more of this like recognition that, you know, I've spent 36 years not having much depend on me. Um, and I recognize that there will be a, a portal that I will of initiation that steps through from, you know, maiden into mother. And because it is so unknown, I, I, it feels like it's like mysterious because there isn't a lot of like safe circles, um, like there's no support group that's like women who are interested in becoming mothers. <laughs> meet mother, you meet other mothers. We don't sit in circle yeah. as tribes anymore to yeah. pass down the wisdom and the 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 knowing and the like the hand holding. There is as I am yeah. aging, there's this deep desire for um embodied wisdom from elder women. Yeah. And I'm like, where do I find them? <laughs> yeah. You know, the, what's crazy is that you like step into motherhood and then all of the mothers and then you share something and they all message you like, yes, like, oh, like, yeah, like, oh, you're here now. Like, now we can tell you all the real things. About, <laughs> about it's motherhood. so true. And, and, and I feel like I'm like, wow, why? I wish more women would have had conversations with me. Like, I'm pregnant. Like, like, hey, just, I know. I know for me, it's like whenever there's like a mama or someone asks me, I'm like, look, I'm not. If you're looking for like the rose colored glasses on motherhood, like that's not me. I'm going to be real with you about my experience yeah. because I wish that there was more that it was just like, like, it doesn't happen for everyone that you just like give birth and then you're like, yay. And then like your partnership is amazing and you're closer because you have a baby and you're actually the likelihood that you split up in the first two years after a baby because of the stress is like pretty high. Mm -hmm. um, and, and also like postpartum. And I love that there are so many accounts now uh, on Instagram dedicated to postpartum because then you see how many thousands of women, um, you know, but, However, like, what about, you know, the women coming into motherhood? It's like you're a mother and then you find the outlets. But it would mm -hmm. be so nice if it was mainstream where, like, maidens and women that wanted to be mothers or, like, just love mothers, like your best friend is a mother or yeah. whatever, like, could be part of those conversations. Before mm -hmm. I entered motherhood, I had no idea. I literally, like, sent apology messages to my friends that are mothers and oh. being like, Oh my, I am so sorry. I mm. did not know. Like I could have been there more for you, especially as a single woman, like no babies, mm. like, like the support. And I think that it's like that talking about that village aspect again, right? Like that longing for the elders. Like I would love to see more women that are not mothers, like hanging out with the mothers and like learning from them, whether you want to become one or not. Just like, because mothers are really foundational to society. Like yeah. if we're good, we're going to take care of our home. We're going to take care of our children. They're going to grow up to be good humans, like well-adjusted, emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. But if we're struggling, then we're going to, yeah. you know, do our best. And, and not all mothers, right? There are some mothers that do not do their best. Um, but but most of us will want to give our best, but if our best is really limited, we're stressed, we don't have sleep, we can't replenish ourselves, we have to go to work, we have to, like, there's only so much you can give to someone that needs 100% 24-7, because yeah. that's what children are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. You you enlightened me in just like the first five minutes saying like what a mother, a brand new mother would need because I personally would not have known. And I 
it reminds me of like the parallels of certain sensitive times in life that we aren't, um, at least as a culture in America, really socialized on how to handle them. Like whether it's grief, yeah. whether it's, you know, yeah. a new mother. Menstruation. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that was one of our first episodes was our first cycle and like how it happened for us. And, and if there wasn't an, an initiation or a celebration or anything and how other cultures around the world do it. And with motherhood, I sense that this is something really powerful that could be taught and shared and like loved on, like love on mothers. I've always felt like I'm a little bit in the way. So I'm like, oh, and just the awkwardness around a baby. Like I used to feel very much uncomfortable when someone would hand me a baby and say like, your maternal energy will come out. And I'm like, I have no idea what to do with this. And I'm so afraid I'm going to drop it or break it. Yeah. You know? No, but but that's the thing, right? It's like learning, like being around and being willing of like how um how can I support you? Like like yeah, like I'm a little bit awkward with the baby, but because there's time, right? You have to develop. They are a human being. Then you have to develop the relationship. Like a baby doesn't necessarily isn't going to like you right away or <laughs> trust you to hold them. You know, there is like this whole like relational. Like you have to come with respect for the babies too. And, and, and like earn their, the, the trust. Um, but there's other things that you can, you know, that you can help the mother with that she's like not having time for or anything like that. But I think just really just like having these conversations is so important so that we start to know, like, like also just have the willingness of mixing more, right? Because then you become a mom and then you're looking for the other moms because they understand you or like your, your non-mother friends don't understand what you're going through um, or they're busy living their best lives, right? While you're like, feel like, well, now my life has changed. I'm doing this. And, and so you can maybe relate less, but the more that we keep those conversations open and like mm. help each other out because we need each other like the maiden has gifts and time and access to things and energy and like all these things that like the mother may not have like at mm. a certain stage right where we're more busy and preoccupied with with the children and then the mother has all this wisdom like um you know you you so you touched on this and I would love to talk about it because I feel like it's not something that gets talked about enough which is like motherhood as a rite of passage and as an initiation. Mm -hmm. um, so as a conscious woman who has been, you know, doing work, spiritual work to be self-aware, studying psychology, like doing all these things to really be aware of myself, my patterns, my traumas, how I affect people, um, being aware and conscious of what I want to create in my life, my relationships, all of that. Coming into pregnancy um, and then being pregnant, I realized that, um, so I was very, very, um, I felt very psychic while mm. I was pregnant. Um, so, you know, like it's supposed to, it's like, oh, mothers and like the raging hormones and, oh, be careful or, oh, like, or even women that, um, I think, oh, it's my hormones. What I realized for me is like, yes, all of that. Yes, my hormones were crazy. So my reactions were uh, more heightened, but mm -hmm. I was more heightened in everything. My intuition was so on point. Mm -hmm. um, my filter also was just like, I don't have time for <laughs> the nonsense, right? Um, and, and things that would come up for me, you talked about this nightmare that you've had. Um, and so, so what I realized is that a lot of times when I got triggered about something, there was this deeper, it wasn't just my raging hormones. There was mm. a deeper thread that I had the opportunity to look at so that I could dissolve or transmute or, you know, understand better, um, some of these threads of fears that were coming up for me. Um, and, and as women, we're carrying our mother lineage. Um, so all the things that are in our mother line, 
um, you become a mother and all of a sudden it's very like <laughs> confronting. It's very yeah. loud and wanting your attention. Um, and so, you know, as an example, it would be like, oh, like I remember one time I was watching, I was like laying in bed. I was very, the first 12 weeks were really rough. Um, I actually, I did not feel happy to be pregnant. Mm. I did not feel, I felt like I just didn't have access to like, joy um I felt pretty like like this you know yeah. like flatlined um and I was like I know I'm supposed to be excited but I'm not um and I'm nauseous all the time and I have such little energy and it just like it you know it was not fun um and then my second trimester I really was like a, a switch turned on and I just like I was like, I had energy and I was like joyful and radiant. And I was like, oh, wow, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> um, but the triggers kept coming the whole pregnancy. And what I wanted to talk about is like this time I was watching a show. Um, I was so tired and I just like put something on. And I don't even remember the show. It was like, it was, I remember it was a scene where there's this woman and she's taken away from her family and she has to like to do this like duty um, mm. for the family line, but she's all alone. And I remember it just like triggered something in me and I just started crying and I could not stop crying. Mm. And I was like, whoa, like, what is this? There's this grief I was touching. Um, and had I been, I don't know, like a, you know, someone not self-aware, um, I would have been like, oh, wow, that show really made me sad. But what I was able to do is like, I was really able to touch in and feel like all of the fear of the women who have done it before me alone, who have had to do motherhood alone, um, right? All including my mother um, and so many women in my line because I've done some work around looking at the patterns in my line and my lineage on both my father and my mother's side. And I just was like, whoa, that's what I'm feeling right now. Like that fear that I'm going to be a single mother and that mm. I'm going to have to do it alone. And like, and just be really feeling like terror in my body and not understanding, right? But like just being able to sit with it and then process it after and be like, wow, this is like fear coming up for me. And I know that this is in my line. And so I have to feel it. I have to be courageous, look at it, see what's there, let it inform me because I don't want to imprint my daughter with this. Mm -hmm. I want whatever I can work through so that she's not imprinted with it energetically, then I wanted to do that. And I feel like pregnancy is such a beautiful opportunity to do that. Like, you're not crazy. Actually, you're really tuned in. And there might be a lot of opportunities for you to like heal through some things. Um, mm. I mean, yeah, there is like some rage in there. <laughs> I definitely had rage about like, like the accessibility to bathrooms, especially as a pregnant woman, mm. you know, like you, your, your bladder is getting squished. You really yeah. have to pee. And so going places that did not allow you to use the restroom, I was like, I would get so furious. Um, I was yeah. like a dragon. <laughs> I became a dragon. <laughs> um, but, but really I feel like not enough gets talked about, about like how there's such a deep intelligence playing out and an opportunity to, to transmute some of your like, you know, family line traumas and stuff that, that, um, that's also part of the empowering process, mm. um, of becoming a mother. Mm. This is like yeah. one of my most favorite on point conversations. And I sense like, there is a sense in knowing that there will be those opportunities and there's a lot of healing that needs to happen on uh, through my mother lineage and that's okay like I understand that that is a part of it and it's yeah. mostly why I haven't had children yet out mm -hmm. of you know so many conscious fears that I've made choices to sort of be like well, I'm gonna wait <laughs> I'm gonna wait yeah. until I'm ready until I know for sure or until I feel yeah financially stable and so hearing the conscious awareness and Sinead said uh uh motherhood mother is intuition kicks in before birth um yeah. it's 
it's really beautiful and powerful to shift the perspective around motherhood and also to offer other perspectives. Like I have always felt really comfortable when women started to share, like I wasn't happy as soon as they put the baby on my chest. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, there was love and there was intensity for that. And even there've been, you know, some women I've seen on Instagram say, I felt nothing. And I was embarrassed that I felt nothing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much shame wrapped around you know, because of the hallmark picture of just everybody's crying and there's so much love and beauty. And I was like dying for your birthing story because I started following this account called Indie Birth. And then I was like, I got to unfollow them because it was like very graphic and in the moment, but like beautiful because I was like, let me see. These are doors that are always closed, always private. And I, you know, in movies, it's always just a woman who's like yelling while she's giving birth to her. She's screaming at her husband, you know, but they're giving her the epidural. And I wanted to see the grittiness. I wanted to see the warrior that like is birthed through this experience. And I've cried watching these videos and it's so intense. And I'm like, after that, I was like, I bow down to like all mothers. (laughs) Yeah, that's how that's how I felt going through that, I was like, wow, I bow down to all mothers, no matter how you birth, whatever, like whatever your birth story or situation or choices that you made, any woman that has given birth, wow, anybody that has given birth, Jesus, like talk about an initiation. And, and, you know, that is why I chose a natural birth. I wanted to be initiated. I feel like we do not have, we are not initiated enough. And then we find ourselves in these places where we don't know what to do, how to move in the world, because it has not been like a marked um, thing, right? That we've gone through. So for me, um, I I started just listening to a bunch of birth stories of women who had done Mm. natural birth. And that's how I started. Um, Like, okay, trying to understand and like being like, wow, they're so courageous and, Um, and going by the time it was like my time to give birth, I was ready. Um, Mm. you know, like, of course I had no idea how it was going to go. You never know. Um, but I was ready. I didn't have fear around it. I trusted my body. I, Mm. I, I trusted myself. Um, and so going into it, it, I was prepared. Um, of course (laughs) being in it, it's like a whole other story. Yeah. Uh, because it's just like the most intense, the most, for me, I was in labor for 10 hours, which is like relatively short for, uh, you know, first birth. Hmm. Um, I also want to say that I was 39 when I got pregnant and gave birth and I had a beautiful mm. pregnancy, very like healthy myself, my baby, very healthy. Um, I had a wonderful midwife who I really I got to experience both. Like I started with an OBGYN um, and then I could not wait to switch to a midwife. At five months, I changed to a midwife and it was like crazy the difference. Mm. Like I wasn't just a number and like stamping things on like what else needs to be done to me and my baby. Um, And I had the experience of like being in front of another, like a beautiful, powerful woman that asked me deep questions about myself not just like the baby and the eating and like it it, like really like what's my history um there's just so much care um with the midwife and I mean I it's like incredible the difference was I was like wow and I went with with like I was like paying cash just to be able to go to like a really high and holistic OBGYN Um, and my experience was like I'm like I'm just another number like I'm just like in the ultrasound do the thing out Um, so yeah so so the experience is like I just wish everybody had like access to a midwife Um, whether whether you're doing like natural birth or not um, because the care is so different but um, what was that oh the the actual like being you know going through the birth um it just shapes you because you know after going through that through through labor I I felt so like like no one can tell me anything ever again (laughs) in my life like I did that I did that I showed up fully I thought I couldn't but I could and I did um and 
and I am changed because of it. Like I, I saw myself, I was there. I felt the power coursing through me. I saw how I showed up for myself, like mm. for the baby, for everything. And so I feel like, is there anything I can't do, mm. you know, after that? Um, and I made choice what I felt was right for me and my baby. You know, I didn't want the pharmaceutical interventions. I didn't want the cesarean. I didn't want all the things that are sadly like such a, a common, um, mm. there's just so many things that are unnecessary interventions. Um, and I mean, we don't have to go into it. There's plenty of accounts that, that talk about this, but there's just a lot of things that are unnecessary that take away from our own power and our own body mm. intelligence. And, and when you have the experience of moving through that and trusting your body and trusting the billions of women before you who have birth and, you know, like, like all of this, it's just like, it's such a spiritual experience. Yeah. Um, and you really get initiated and, and yeah, I just felt um, that was incredibly empowering um, yes. for me. Um, and, 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 and that's like just the beginning of how motherhood initiates you. Um, yeah. So I'm just sitting here, like, keep talking. We need these circles. We need like a website where women like share their stories and just like a platform. I know Instagram is really beautiful in the ways in which there are, um, space. It's a space to share. But just listening to you, I feel the excitement and joy in my body. And I am in a position where I am really harnessing in on the intention of like, you know, this is new. This is new. This desire to like really um, go through motherhood, experience that. And so I feel like I'm soaking it in like a sponge. And I'm just like, wow, this is incredible. And oh, there's one of the things that I am so deeply curious because I love so much my work and I love so much of what I do. And, you know, I think of just, I just spent 10 days with my partner and I love my partner. I love that we get to spend so much time. I, I think it's silly that I even have to preface it with that, but it's like this, yes. this desire of yet we are still learning in the newer stages of our relationship to like safely take space. Mm. And I recognize that for my creative juices and I need alone time. Like my desk is up against a wall. I can't work at a coffee shop. I need to just be in my prayer, in my space with like no distractions. And so there is this fear of will will I just evolve and there will be like an understanding of two like an expansion of my energy and, and an ability to still create in other ways because so I, I forget where I heard it but I've been like definitely interested in in motherhood and like thinking about it and just you know just starting the process of acceptance that it is something I want and I listened to a podcast and she was discussing how your energy of creation shifts you know because it is difficult yeah. to balance two things like creating a yeah. life as well as creating a business. And I thought, Oh, that's, that's something that, yeah. Knowing your, your love for, for um, Holy wild and yeah. the, you've shared a little bit about that before. I would love to touch on that as well. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I love my work so much. It's what I'm here to do as far like, you know, it's not just a job. It's, it's, it's something I've created. It comes from like deep within me. It's, I love it so much. So it's been hard for me to not be able to tend to it. Like, holy wild is my first baby. Yeah. Um, you know, and, um, and during pregnancy, I thought, I would be like more creative and creating all these things. And I really, you know, there was not a lot of energy for it, for mm -hmm. me. Um, and, and I was kind of bummed about that because I like love creating. Um, <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, well, I am really busy creating <laughs> in my body. Yeah. So, um, so there's always ebbs and flows for everything. So I felt like, okay, um, I, um, and, and it was also at a time when like my business, like everything was just so on in line and I was like ready to hit the, the gas pedal with so many things. And, um, and then when I got pregnant, I just like 
slowed way down. I just had to slow way down. I just, my capacity um, wasn't there and there's nothing you can do about that, you know? Um, and, and so I was like, okay with like, I was okay with it. I, I, you learn, you know, like you navigate it. It's like, it's not like before I didn't think, oh yeah, I'm gonna, you know, this is how I'm going to handle my business. So I love that you're thinking about these things because mm. I feel like I went from, I'm like, you know, more career oriented, don't want to have children, um, never saw myself becoming a mother um, and really like free spirit, you know, like adventurous self and, and then meeting a partner and falling in love and him mm. really wanting babies and me being like, okay, I'm open to it. And, and then, and then the baby came like right away. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, uh, my daughter was just like in line waiting, like, okay, like the first chance she got, she was yeah. in here. Um, and, and so I feel like a lot of that I've been processing as I go. Um, and, after like postpartum I really had zero creative energy um I was not initiating anything when things came my way and I felt like I could fulfill that commitment then I would take mm. it on but it was yeah. way 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 slow I was moving through so much internally there's so much work um like being you know just being like the the primary caretaker of my daughter staying home I work from home so yeah um so I think like yeah there was like some time and then around like 10 months I started getting really excited because I felt like that flurry of like mm. creative juices coming back and me getting really inspired and having all these ideas and ways that I wanted to like move in my business um and then from there it's been really figuring it out you know I would say that right now I probably work 20 to 30 percent yeah with uh, right and um and so I'm mostly just taking care of my daughter and it's at a time where I'm choosing to parent in a way that's very involved mm -hmm. um that's very responsive to her um you know we're co-sleeping um you know mm. we we are um I'm just really wanting to be present. I know how foundational it is. I'm lucky that I don't have to go off and, and work. And also I love my work. I want more space for it. And so I'm still in that. I'm still in that, like when I have the support, yeah. um, then I like push and like say yes to things. But I really haven't initiated much of anything. There's been a few projects that I felt a really strong call. And I just like, was like, I need resources to make this happen. Like, baby, I need you to do this. Like, I need yeah. these days for this. Um, but, and like pulling my team together, you know, like my mother is like such a big part of my team. Like, I'm like, mom, I'm, I have a ceremony this day. Can we please? <laughs> like, yeah. Or like my sister, you know, so like leaning yeah. on people um, is so important because I just haven't, um, I mean, childcare is really expensive. Mm -hmm. um, and also you are leaving your child with people who have like different values than you you know I'm very I'm very like natural minded I don't um, I'm just like reading on on everything I want her to like I don't even give her Tylenol um, mm. I you know everything is very that. I'm learning you know, like everything I'm like, okay, well, if I can't do the conventional thing, then what can I do? And then I find resources to learn how to move in this way that feels true for me. Mm -hmm. um, and so with childcare, it's been hard. I wish I would love to work um, more. Mm -hmm. However, if it's not my own family, then I don't really feel comfortable leaving my daughter. Like there's just foods, you know, that I'm, I'm trying to, I'm keeping her away from sugar as long as I can. I'm keeping her away from gluten. And that's just like not the norm. If you go to a childcare center or you go mm -hmm. somewhere. And so I did find a place that's like exciting because um, I might start to take her there three times a week, um, mm. which is like this outdoor nature school, which is amazing, you know, like, like, no, um, yeah, I think that I'm learning to navigate my own creative energy and the impulses and the ways that I want to show up in the world creatively with motherhood mm. and 
and showing up for her what she needs. And and it's mm-hmm. been such a like hard pill to swallow for it to be like, you know, it's seasons for everything. Yeah. Um and 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 um, you know, I would have mothers, other mothers say, Oh, enjoy this. They're little, they're only little, you know, this little. And I would really be very annoyed by that, to be honest. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, enjoy this. Like, it's freaking hard. Like, I'm enjoying yeah. when it's enjoyable, but it's not all enjoyable. And like, yeah. clearly you have amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. You have yeah. forgotten how, what it's like, um, because all the things shift, you know, your relationship with your partnerships, your sexuality shifts, your body mm. shifts, your, all of it. Like, it's like, you are a new person, but you're still you. And, and it's, I I have to say this because this is really funny. I remember at one point, my partner was like talking about having another child. Right. And, and, and I'm like, is he, is he here? Like, (laughs) is he not seeing how much I'm struggling? Like I am like working so hard to like, like do a good job at this. And and it's like not coming out naturally the way that Mm. the stories tell you. Um, it's supposed to be, and Hallmark tells you in Instagram posts, you know, mm-hmm. um, like the general um, shares about motherhood. Um, and I remember he said that, and I just was like, I, how can you say that to me right now when I feel like I am the octopus from my octopus teacher? Oh, and I am like dying so that this life can happen, but there's so much of me that is dying I'm in this deep transformation and so like think about a second child I'm like are you crazy yeah um but like really having to have that conversation with him like baby it's not okay like I'm not ready for that conversation and like really setting a boundary with it it makes me feel so inadequate because I'm Mm -hmm. struggling just where I am right now and you bringing that to the table like no like that is cannot be on the table right now and really having to be very clear you know about that for myself but Mm. um so I mean getting back to you know there's all these little side things but getting back to like your main question about like business and your creativity you have to work it out you have to figure out a way you can you there is this like collective energy of like becoming a mother means becoming a martyr and you have to like sacrifice so much and give Mm -hmm. up and there are so many unfulfilled unhappy women who have like sacrificed everything for their children and there's beauty in that and there's a lot I'm willing to sacrifice for my baby um because I do believe that she is the next emanation of who I am she is my consciousness next level um right she's more important than me um in so many ways Um, and also I'm still here. I've got desires. I don't think I have to be a martyr. I don't think I have to do it like the women before me. I think I just, I have to be a trailblazer. I have to find a way. And it's like, and it's been such an ebb and flow of that, of being like so down and being like, I understand why women give up and just say, okay. And like drink wine all the time to cope and like get on antidepressants and, um, all the things, Right. Mm-hmm. I get it because I feel I have felt it very deeply. Like, is this my life now? Yeah. Like just the monotony of like getting up, feeding the baby, cleaning up after the baby, putting the baby to sleep. If you're lucky, if you maybe you get a baby that's like loves to sleep. I did not get one of those. <laughs> I <love so> um, <laughs> And I hear they exist though, um, but nobody told me I should have been praying about that, you know, um, <laughs> you put that in your manifestation. Yeah. Um, and, and so I just think that we have to forge a new way. We are in that generation, you know, that we are forging a new way. We're doing all this ancestral healing. We're saying no to all the things that were passed down to us that we're like, it's, that is not okay. Um, but there is this, right? As with any trailblazing, there is new territory and you've got to find your way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so grateful that I have this fire in my belly that says, no, I'm going to be fulfilled and I'm going to be a mother. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be like the mothers, the mother line before me and all the women that sacrifice everything. Um, you know, like I want more resources. I want more support and I'm going to figure out how to get that because I want to be expressed in this world, not just through my parenting style, but through the woman that I am, through my body, through my creative 
ventures through the work I'm here with the plants, you know, that I'm here to do yeah. all of that. And so I think that it's so important for us mothers, like we are so incredible. Like mothers are incredible. Like the things that we get up and do every day, all the things we're juggling, the mental load of like keeping track of all the things that need to happen for yourself, for your baby, for your home, maybe even for your partner. Yeah. Um, even if you have a super helpful partner, it's still hard. There's still so much, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think that we just can't give up on ourselves. We can't, we can't, we can't give in and say, okay, this is just what's meant. Like, yes, there are seasons. And right now she's small and I'm going to spend more time with her. And also when there's an opportunity for me to do something that excites me and loves, I'm going to call on the support of people and I'm going to have difficult conversations. And I'm going to say, look, I don't know how motherhood is for everybody else, but I know what it is for me. And this is where I'm at. And this is what I'm feeling. And this is what I'm needing. Yeah. Um, and it could be so hard to have those conversations because there's this like collective energy around motherhood of what you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to feel, um, how you're just supposed to naturally be this amazing mother. And, and it's such a formative process and you have to like find yourself through it all. Um, and having those difficult conversations can require so much courage to, to like, for me to look at my partner and be like, baby, I am not made to be a housewife. I cannot do this. I'm very unhappy being a housewife. Please, let's find a way. Like, let's get creative. Let's like look at our resources. Like I, you know, like I, like I need more freedom. I need more alone time. I need all these things that I never like really, you know, heard mothers talk about. And from so coming into it, it's like you feel like there's something wrong with you. Like maybe I'm not meant to do I messed up. I I I messed up. I wasn't supposed to be a mother. Now here I am. What have I done? Um, but really being like, no, you know, I am gonna be an amazing mother and I'm meant to do this, but I just need different resources, different support system, um, you know, and and there's nothing wrong with me. That, and, mm. and coming to that, it took me, me, such a self-aware, confident, like I love myself so much woman. And it took me so long to finally get to a place of like saying, no, I am worth it. What my needs are important and valid. I need to just be courageous and speak them um, because that is where I will find the door. Yes. You know? Yes. So powerful. Yeah. Just that yeah. piece alone for mothers to say it, it, as women in general, feeling afraid to ask for our needs to be met. Um, something I have struggled with in my own journey, not being a mother. And it's incredibly reflective of what you were saying before the mother as the martyr, like we should just quite stay quiet and, you know, just do be the, the, loving and loving is only described as giving up everything and yeah. so to hear this like beautiful balance that you're creating for yourself and one of the things I noticed on your stories when I was following along with your journey was um, how you reincorporated ritual to like bring a grounding back home to yourself and yeah. that I found to be really powerful and sacred in itself because sometimes you would share like you know Lila Soul was just kind of hanging out near and playing yeah. you know drums or music and just how you were calling yourself home you know like yeah. now there's this being that exists outside of you that is an emanation of you and who is this version of Irene now and yeah. I am very inspired and feel very empowered listening to you speak because I very much have related and aligned. And I feel like it is a story that I have felt shame around saying, like, I desire motherhood and parts of me don't. <laughs> there are parts yeah. of me that don't. And I'm like, oh, I never want to say that out loud because I feel like that will offend someone who is a mother. Um, right. So, you know, the, the ritual was something that I was like, I am actually going to take this and not forget that, like, you know, it may be a season in a world of instant gratification. 
where we see celebrities who have a baby and then two months later look totally as if their bodies were completely back to normal and it's like yeah their resources are very different and we can all remember that yeah but it's almost it's never talked about the seasons and it can be you know two three four five years each year is going to hold a different season for what your energetic yeah. output is going to look like and I actually really love that you shared um the part about really starting to set your boundaries and needs with your partner saying like, we can't have this conversation right now. Um, it doesn't help me feel good. It doesn't yeah. mean it's like a no and it's a never. It's just having that uncomfortable conversation of like, not right now. Yeah. And that's so yeah. powerful and fiery. I think you're a Sagittarius, right? I am. <laughs> you are. So is Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. The fire just comes out, but yeah. you know, it's needed. It's needed. Yeah. It is needed. So and I, I sense even just in this short two-year period, and we can say two years is short, really. In the grand scheme of time, two years is like, boop. So it's, it's powerful already what you have shed and stepped into and transmuted just by being the the mother who says like no uh, this is this is not okay I'm going to accept and love myself um, yeah. and not separate myself from other mothers because I'm not doing it the way that Instagram or anyone before me has said and I do know having had a client that was like struggling to get pregnant when we were doing some energetic work with her um she was saying how when you are pregnant that everyone has advice for you and guidance um and then now knowing now she's had her baby and there's still some guidance but there's a lot less of it there's a lot less hands-on like you were saying so I think it just comes back full circle to all of that um being able to support mothers yeah it's so important in whatever way, especially as non-mothers, like as it's, and also you can learn so much and, and it could be so rich and, and it's, it's like, we're all part of this web. And when I really, really believe like when we support mothers, like it makes everything better. It makes the world better. Um, mm -hmm. in, you know, no matter where the mother is, where, whatever she's doing, it's like, we are, the nourishers we are the caretakers um the majority of us right not everything applies to everyone yeah. yeah um but but yeah I I just like so strong in my belly believe that this world could be a different place but we don't value mothers mm -hmm. we don't value all of the invisible work we don't value um the love and everything that gets poured into bringing up you know a, a child and in a way and what what better if my priority is teaching my daughter to love herself and trust herself and like be all out herself and like my job is not to shape her in any way but it's just like give her guidance protect her and and like give her the freedom yeah. to be who she is and protect that innocence and that freedom for her mm. like what a better way than if I am also self-expressed and I'm loving myself and I'm taking care of myself like she it's going to be a lived experience for her it's not going to be theoretical mm. um you know it's going to be so natural but th that's mm. why it's like the the modeling you know <laughs> yeah from the mothers it's like really important and the ritual oh my god rituals have like saved me so many times of just simple like coming back coming back to like the simple rituals that help me get recentered um and grounded mm -hmm. and and you know kids really like yeah there are some times where they they won't go along with it but I feel like with my daughter now you know I had stopped meditating in the mornings and mm -hmm. And I'm like, God, I really miss my meditation practice. And that like sacred, like you said, you know, how you and your work and it's like you and God. And like, I, that's not how you said it, but, um, yeah. but like, for me, it's like, it's like, oh, my like mornings with spirit, with God and just like myself mm -hmm. and like touching in are so pivotal for me. Um, and when I'm not doing that, it shows in 
the rest of my life. Um, and so I started doing it again. And I said, you know what? I'm going to stop making stories and excuses and I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to have her learn with me. And so mm. I figured out a way that now in the morning, she knows mama meditates, you know, and she'll come and she'll play by me or she'll come and sit on my lap or she'll, you know, but she understands that I'm meditating. Um, mm. And so it's, you know, so it's like these, these, uh, so important to not let go of like our little rituals, whatever those are that help us feel connected to ourselves into a greater, you know, greater sense, because that, that is an investment in our children. Yes. Um, you know, 100%. Yeah. Mm, this yeah. has been such a rich conversation and nourishing for me, most certainly. And I'm really grateful for your outward expression and the ways in which you vulnerably share what so many women in my experience of just like our, you know, women's circles, we speak in our circles, but nowhere else are uncomfortable sharing. And uh, I come from the fitness industry. So my side is a lot of working with women once they get pregnant and their body begins to shift and all that comes along with like, yeah that change and transformation in itself and fear of who you will be afterwards so I've spent a lot of time around mothers but haven't like you know felt even called until just recently and I'm like uh-oh <laughs> uh-oh here we go <laughs> I just have I just have my pup daughter she is like hanging out waiting for me to get off the call <laughs> she keeps licking my elbow she's like but are you done yet <laughs> I know but I feel even like silly, 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 silly. But my awareness grew when I chose to get a dog. And I've only had a cat. I had only had a cat for seven years. And cats are relatively self-sufficient. You know, of course, they want love and affection. And depending upon the cat's personality, mine's incredibly clingy and needy. When I got Sophie, it was like, wow, you need walk. You need things. You, she's sitting here staring at me. I don't even know where my cat is. He's off doing something, you know, but like it, I yeah. recognized, I was like, this is just a small taste of not even having a, a clue of like what it would be like to, to uh, become a mother. So I'm really just honored and grateful that you spent your time with us today and shared with the women of this community. And um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to pop them in here. We can always pass them on um, to be answered later. Do you have yeah. anything you would love to just like wrap up with or any like nuggets of beautiful wisdom? Because that's what I feel like mm -hmm. I'm just swimming in right now. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. just the wisdom you. you shared. Thank you, Lisha. It's, very, it's really nice. It's really nice to be able to talk about this openly. Like I know I need to speak more about it, but you know, it's like energy efficiency and where my time goes and everything is it's still limited at this point but um hmm. you know I I just want to say motherhood is extremely empowering and mm -hmm. an initiation and um and incredible in so many ways and incredibly difficult and challenging um, in so many other ways. And whether, I think that whether you choose to be a mother or not, I completely understand that. And I know there's so many women that have this deep longing to be mothers and they're struggling with it or the partner's not showing up and, and there's like these, you know, they're not sure if they'll get to have the experience. Um, I think that it's so, so important that no matter where we are in the process in this like road um, of womanhood and, and um, just knowing how important and valuable mothers are um, mm. and knowing that if you're not a mother, you have no idea and to really try your best to understand and support and, um, and, and be there. Uh, mm -hmm. for mothers because it does affect you like whether you know it or not we are in one web and we're all connected and there's all these ways that that it affects but it's also just so rich like you know um women who are not mothers can learn so much from mothers mothers mm -hmm. could use so much support from 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 the women that are not you know 
mothers. Um, and, and there's so many ways that we can interweave our wisdom and our strengths and our gifts and, and our challenges and like support each other um, in whatever way that was. I did not understand it until I became a mother. And I just wish I would have spent more time with mamas. And instead of being like, oh, it's, I don't understand that world. So I stay away from it like let it be an invitation of like let me get curious about this how can I support what can I learn um certainly I would have been better prepared um for motherhood had I been in intimate settings with women where I was helping them take care of the children while they cooked or I cooked while they took care of their children and you know and this is where these conversations happen it's in, in 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 like this like quality time spent together making something or you know, going shopping together to Target or whatever it is, but like these, yeah. not at brunch, you know what I mean? Right. Um, like in real life, like talking about deep things, um, we can learn so much from each other. So we can. And like you said, we're not going backwards. So we have to find modern ways. Um, you know, as women, we had so many communal chores essentially that we would do together. And now that we don't have that, you really yeah. inspired me to start a, I'm like thinking about, you know, women I want to reach out to now and be like, mm. yeah, I do have the resources and the time and the energy. And this will maybe ease some fears around what that initiation might look like because I haven't changed a diaper since couldn't tell you. I don't know the last time I changed a diaper. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, this would this is we practice what we want to become anyways, when we're talking like manifestation and things like that. And like you said, even if you have no desire and that's not the path that you want to take, um, it still is a beautiful gift um, to be able to give of our time and resources. So thank you for that incredible reminder. And I hope you do continue to speak on it when the energy, um, provides itself for you to to be this outspoken, expressive, fiery and powerful woman that you are. And also, yeah, thank you for offering to the community um, a beautiful product of yours and whoever wins it. I'm so excited for that.